Oh, I see it. Okay. Hello, Hello, Sister, Sister Brewers. Brewers. Welcome back. Today we have a special guest, Zara. Yes. In today's episode, we have Zara. So, Zara, we're going to talk a little bit about you, just a two-second spiel, and then you can tell us all about the wonderful things that you do. Uh, okay. Zara offers psychic readings, energy clearing, bars, and Reiki sessions. And obviously, you came into my life at a very crazy, dark time. Uh, but you were able to help me clear, you know, some really negative energy in my home. And, uh, you know, you, you even figured out something that was really crazy. Um, you know, you, you broke a curse that was um, laid on to my family and that other psych psychics had a hard time detecting or didn't even pick up on it. So that I was just like, all right, this girl is the real deal because I was just oh, crazy. Um, so welcome, Zara. Um, you. you know, give us a little bit um, of a spiel of, you know, what you what you do, what your abilities are. So a little bit about, about your work. So when I first started, so I have. According to, you know, my mentors and, and based on the work that I do, I have remote vision and then, you know, the clairs like claircognance, clairvoyance, I have a little bit of all of them. Or I've at least exercised all of them. Um, I do healing, energy work. I do work with um, what many people are not familiar with or want to be familiar with, which is like lower energy entities or low level entities, which is like the paranormal or the dark side, quote unquote. Yeah, that's the hardest so, work. <laughs> crossing souls and or and or you know kind of clearing them out of people's homes and their fields or their bodies so when I first started I didn't know any of this so it was my world just turned upside down I was like I'm for sure yeah. insane like there's no way <laughs> but I took Reiki because I wanted I had really bad postpartum depression and I couldn't figure out how to get myself under control. Therapy didn't work. And I was like, you know, where's all of this coming from? So I decided to take the holistic energetic route and I took a Reiki class. That class I thought was just, I was going to use just for me and my kids and my husband. And, and it ended up blowing open my psychic abilities that I had no wow. idea I had. That's because, yeah. you know, growing up in, in the culture that we grow up in, it's not something that's talked about. So yeah, even if, so yes, totally understand that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so even if, you know, yeah. somebody does have these abilities or whatever, it's definitely hush hush. No one talks about it. No one says, you know, my dad, you know, would tell me, you know, I, after I blabbed my big mouth <laughs> that I can see things, I can hear things, you know, he's like me too, but I, I couldn't talk about it because they think I was crazy. Right. Yeah. Oh, we totally, we get so it was definitely, you know, something that I, I didn't know I had now before I took Reiki and all the stuff, I used to get sleep paralysis horribly. And I, you know, again, in our culture, they always associate it with something evil or something bad, you know, like, uh, as they or would say, silly, like, they would yeah. tell me when I had slip paralysis, I'd had to uh, jump into, into this one. They would say, hi. They would say <laughs> things like, 
oh, you probably left breadcrumbs on your bed. That's where you had that. Yeah. Yeah, the superstitions and stuff. But I remember, you know, the first time it happened, it was my freshman year in high school. And I could hear the screaming, the voice screaming in my ears so clearly. And it freaked me out because I was like, this was a male voice, you know, and granted the house I grew up in was had always had activity. But, you know, I just didn't know that I had the ability to hear it or see it or feel it. So it all started to make sense when I met my mentor, Janine. Shout out to Janine. She'll be listening to this. Um, And I remember the first time I did Reiki after my class, it was a friend of mine who had just had a newborn who for some reason could not stop crying. And she's like, you know, can you do something, you know, calm them down because granted Reiki is just for relaxation, you know, and, and promotes healing. It, it has very little to do with the psychic part of it. Yeah. But because I have the psychic part of it is why I include it. Mm-hmm. So I go and I'm working on her son and then all of a sudden he stops crying, but then her husband just starts talking crazy. And I was like, what is going on? You know, I'm like, oh my God, what's happening? And he just kept, he had this look in his eye that I could not look into his eyes. And he kept telling me like, oh, I know. Now I know. And I was like, I don't know what you know. But but I'm freaking out right now. Like, I don't know what to do. Get me out of here. So I like walked away for a little bit and I went into the kids room and they had a bathroom in their room and I start to Reiki the room and I enter the bathroom and then through my third eye, all of a sudden I see a woman and a man, but the man was standing next to the bathtub. I remember this so clearly. I'll never forget this <laughs> ever in my life. Um, and the woman was dead in the bathtub and there was blood everywhere. But in my head, it was like, I could see it, but it wasn't there. And I was like, okay, that's it. Like <laughs> I've oh lost God, it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, moving on. I couldn't do, I didn't know what to do at that time because it was my first time ever seeing something like this. So I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. moving on. Like, let's get out of the bathroom ASAP. And then yeah. her, she goes, okay, well, can you, um, I forgot their names because I literally have never <laughs> seen them again after this. And she was a friend of mine. <laughs> but she goes can you do reiki on my husband so i go okay so he lays down and he would not close his eyes which is not common because technically normally people close their eyes they want to relax they want to fall asleep or meditate or you know they're supposed to yeah relax and be calm and this guy is just looking at me and i couldn't look at him so like the whole time my head is like to the side i couldn't look at him And then all of a sudden, his head, not his actual head, but, like, whatever was inside of him comes up and, like, starts to, like, freaking twist and turn in weird ways. And I was like, oh, hell no. Yeah. So I dry bathe. I closed the session. I gave her holy water. I hope they're okay. I've I've never talked to them since then. But I did. That's what caused me to reach out to my mentors. And, um... Mary Beckman and Janine Mayer, who are amazing, but that was the first time I kind of was like, you guys, I have no idea what's going on with me. I've, I've officially lost my mind. And they were like, no, <laughs> actually, you know, these are your abilities yeah, that have come into play. Yeah. yeah. And so I told Mary, I was like, I don't want them anymore. I want nothing to do with them. If yeah, this is what it's going to be like, sure. absolutely yeah. not. And she's like, well, Zara, you've already given it up in a past life. Are you sure you want to do it again? Cool. 
Wow, I just got goosebumps. So I was like, you know, uh, kind of. Like, I don't want this. <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, I'm so intrigued that I, I have yeah. this ability. So Janine was like, you know, I saw what you saw. And it's not many people that can see lower level entities Absolutely. or demonic and en- energies. Yeah. You know, should you choose to keep this gift, you'd be great at it. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. okay, so if I keep it, what do I do with it? I have no idea what to do with it. Right. So then I started to work taking on more clients where I would see more and more situations like this. And I was like, okay, then I learned how to clear them, how to avoid them, how to, you know, kill them. Just, you know, yeah. kind of just yeah. take the energy away. Yeah. And yeah, that was... That was that's the start how, of it all. That's how. <laughs> that's how it I, yeah, that was the beginning of the rabbit hole that I went. That's like oh, a crazy start too. I know. Like, you like went right in. You're like just. Yeah, yeah, what, what's that called? Trial by fire. It, I yeah. think that's what it's called. It's like you just, yeah. you know, there's no warning. Just no just warning. Right into the, no the warning. Stuff. I remember well, my mentor was your... like, oh, sorry. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> no, my no, no, mentor. I just got so into it. <laughs> she was like, you know, most people. She's like, you're literally going at like 200 miles an hour. Most people don't do this, you know, for 10 years. Yeah. You and I said, exactly. I guess it was all just waiting, <laughs> bottled yeah. up, and then yeah. once that, it blew open, it blew open. No, especially I feel like when you have abilities and you do like Reiki with like the right person, they can really help you bring out that yeah. side of you. That's you that's know, another important thing. So my Reiki, the first person that I, the the woman that I got my certificate with, ended up not being the greatest person. I didn't learn much from her mm-hmm. on this. This is why with my Reiki classes, I take longer than two days. I do yeah. about a month or two because I want. It's what my mentor did with me. She definitely eased my way into everything I, I know when I took my, my, my Ricky master class with her. It was a six-month process because there's so much to learn. There's no way you could fit all, all of it into like a weekend. Yeah. So it, you definitely want to feel the vibes out. Or if, you know, the person you take the class with ends up not being what you thought, definitely finding a group of you know, therapists, uh, mentors, you know, mediums, psychics, people that are in this community that can definitely help you through this because psychologically it will take a toll on you if you don't have like the proper guidance. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not learning from like people out there who actually want your genuine, you know, guidance attention, like it's not going to work out. No, definitely. But, and, you know, I was going to ask you, what are some of your craziest client experiences? And I feel like those were the Yeah, that was like the craziest. <laughs> yeah, I've had, um, I've had I'm so sure many. I'm to share with us. I've um, had so many. I had a client who came who also was a psychic who actually had never, she had been a psychic for her whole life, I guess, based on her stories, but she had never had guidance. She had never taken classes. She's like, this is just based on you know, me guiding myself and me doing what I need to do. She was like, but there's a woman who has been murdered in Michigan and I keep seeing her everywhere, but it was a cold case. And she's like, can you help me? Like, you know, let's see what you can do about it or with it. So again, not really knowing what I was doing. I was like, yeah, sure. Let's let's just dive right into it. And so I channeled the girl and we ended up finding her exact location of where she was, 
But for a whole week straight, I remember I would get sleep paralysis again. But it was her kind of letting me relive her murder. every night for a week straight and I was like I don't want to see this anymore I don't want to feel like I'm being suffocated I don't want to feel like I'm being you know sexually assaulted yeah Yeah. so it was so insane and then I remember that was the first time I also saw my my elemental guide I have a pixie who you know guides me and Oh, that's nice. So she showed up in the water, and there's a picture of it I could send you guys where you could see her clear as day, like in the water, showing me like X. I want to see that. Yeah, (laughs) showing me like X marks the spot. Like, this is where, you know, I am. So we went to the police, and um, everything was right. They kept asking me about that specific spot. They were like, How do you know about this spot? And I was like, I don't know how I know. I just. No, well, they had had... That must be scary, like, having to even explain that to them, like, to the police. Well, the yeah, but they also work with the police stations, work with, yeah, yeah, psychics and mediums that help them with this. Yeah. 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 So he knew, he was aware of it, but he had had anonymous calls um, about that specific location before. Okay. So I don't know who it was that obviously had called him anonymously years before because this case has been cold since 2015 so i just got into it two years ago when i first started so for five six years it had been cold you know and and they had had calls about that one spot and he was like how do you know about it and i was like "I, i don't know this is just what came through this is where she sent me this is where my pendulum you know there was videos that i had sent about it they did nothing about it, though, which was so sad. Her case is still oh, closed, sad. but we did cross oh, no. her soul. She had not crossed. And oh, good. Well, at least something good came out of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mary Beckman crossed her soul, and she said that it took about 45 minutes to cross because she didn't want to cross. Wow. She was scared. Wow. Yeah. She was scared of it, of, you know, being coming back, being reborn again, and going through something similar. Wow. So oh, that. that, yeah. We held on to that consciously. Yeah. How many like souls there are out there? They're just like I stuck, know. but they're scared to go on the other side because of traumatic events. There's a lot of them. Um, some are willing to cross. So I do soul crossings every time the opportunity presents itself. Every time a soul comes forward, I'm just like, okay, let's cross you. But some I've been working on trying to get them all to come at a certain time. Like if I'm in the shower or when yeah. I'm meditating, so that like yeah. I'm not doing it continuously through the day. Yeah. But um I know, but I still don't have them yet. Sometimes I'm like, oh, okay. But there are souls that are either don't want to, choose not to, or you know they want to stay, or some are not allowed to cross, if that makes sense. They uh there's like certain like there's certain museums, I guess, or you know, haunted attractions that make their money off of you know yeah, of the yeah. the activity yeah, the there. Yeah. 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 So they ask yeah. you not to, you know, cuz I'm sure many psychics and mediums obviously go to these attractions and want to yeah. see what it's like, but they ask that you don't interfere with, you know, crossing them or removing wow. them or anything like that. Of so humans. it's pretty oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good job to be there. Uh, like, I know. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, literally, <laughs> it's their job. <laughs> Maybe even the spirits are actually enjoying that yeah, because right. they're getting I'm some, sure. you know, attention. Yeah. And, and I'm like, sure they understand why they're there. They love and... to mess around with the, with the guests. <laughs> yeah, but also you have to think that, you know, this physical reality knows a time and space, but, you know, the other side doesn't. So for them, Don't it's like they that. can be in multiple places at once. So they, they technically right. wouldn't yeah. just you know, be in this museum. They're everywhere and, and any time and all time. Yeah. 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 As much as that's crazy for us to even like fathom, it's like, it's, that's it's the reality true, yeah. of it, you know? Yeah. That's just how it yeah. works. Yeah. That's actually, oh my God. And so I, I, I feel like that takes us right into our next yeah. question because we were, we were going to ask you about, um, well, the experience that we had at my basement with the um, oh, yeah. bits of energy that was left and that person was actually still living, but because of something traumatic that had happened to, to that individual in the house, yes. that part of him had been stuck in the in the basement, in that room. Um, so then that brings us to the question of, you know, does energy get stuck, like bits of our energy, even if somebody's like still living, could they still have left like bits and pieces of their energy in different places where they had like traumatic events, even though the person's still well and alive? Absolutely. Um, that's where, you know, a soul retrieval comes into place. Should a person choose to call themselves back or certain situations back? Um, I've done soul retrievals. I've had soul retrievals done for me. And one of them was my younger self. And she told me, she said, you know, you, I could see you three, four years old and something happened with, you know, your mom where she needed you in that moment. So that part of you stuck with her, which is why we feel in some situations we're not whole or something's missing. So it's, it's definitely possible that parts of your energy gets, I mean, parts of your energy get stuck everywhere you go all day, all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, but if some Oh, oh. We lost you for a sorry. <laughs> okay. Can you hear me? You're back. Oh, okay. Uh, let me let's see. Hey, can you hear me? Now yeah, we can hear. Oh, you. sorry. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I don't know. Um, that's why sometimes um, when when we when something dramatic or something traumatic happens, a a fragment of our soul is lost. To that but there's people you can go to there's shamans i'm sure there's psychics and mediums that can can help people bring those parts yeah. back without actually having to you know relive that trauma, that trauma. yeah and I've, I've even heard like even in hospitals like like let's say even something like giving birth like you leave a part of your soul there because something so yes happened life-changing in your life you know I mean, um, in traumatic events, though, um, I don't know if this is true, but they say that sometimes a spirit will be on a loop back and forth in that same yes. moment. So they're reliving that. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. I have heard. Yeah. 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 That's, that's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it is true. We do. Uh, sometimes it's like we go through something and it is to relive something that we have gone through in a past life. And it's to see what about it is different this time, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. In people we meet, in situations that occur, in you know, nothing happens by accident. Yeah, everything oh, is assigned to your soul contract. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, everything is in your soul contract. We've agreed to everything before we come. We come yeah. Yeah, yeah so. Like an adventure, like an experience. Absolutely. And that's why I feel like you get drawn into certain things. Like, for example, like once I started doing this whole awakening thing and getting more into like what I actually was passionate about, I just, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't do my nine to five anymore. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. And then the more I let myself feel and be open to my passions, I was like, the more I wanted to to do. And I was like, oh my gosh, I got to get a past life reading. And yes, I was actually a healer um, in a past life. And I'm like, well, that makes a lot of sense. I'm into the stuff now. Yeah, yeah, you can't, you cannot go back to what was or what normal life was like for you before. Absolutely not. I look at it now, anything I try to go back to my normal life, I'm like, I I cannot do this. I cannot function with all these energies around. People are so chaotic. I just need to be like in my zone, in a zen. You know, it's like you can't clear. I I don't. I personally cannot clear or will not clear people without their permission. So I'm like, if I'm in a room full of people and I can sense everybody's everything, it makes it very hard for me to function. Absolutely. And are you able to, like, do you think it helps to call your energy back, like, every night, for example, before you go to bed or, like, when you wake up in the morning, either way? Do you think it's helpful to kind of say, you know, I call back all my energy that I've, you know, spent throughout the day? It's essential. It's, you know, especially for us who are sensitive to energies or who give a lot of our energy out throughout the day, whether it's with every interaction that we have. It's, it's essential. Yeah, it's essential. I do, I do, so I ground and call myself back at least 12 times a day. (laughs) (laughs) Like helping people with their energies and you're always seeing. Yeah. Ever get tiring or are you more comfortable with the fact that you're able to see and sense more than you did before? It's not tiring. I love it, but because it's a learning process there there's definitely a few moments in the day where i question my sanity <laughs> so well, i'm like it's know. like a war between it's, your yeah. actually like your what is spirit it called? Like realm, and spirit realm, realm and then and then like, your, you know, yeah like and it's it's like getting out of right? your head and questioning yeah, logic exactly. and but yeah. also trying to stabilize your emotions with what you see. And there's there's times where I feel something so deeply that I physically cannot speak anymore. So if I'm like somewhere talking to somebody and something happens, I'm like, hold on, you got to give me like give 10 me minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking oh of um, the traumatic events, so I saw something on your story. It was the access bars. Yes. So, um, that's like kind of, it's your thoughts, like your behaviors or beliefs. Everything that we've been programmed to think that no longer serves us. So it's like there's 32 pressure points on our head. And if you were to place your fingers where they are, it's like it's where your fingers are meant to go. There's like a perfect spot. There's an indentation on, you know, your skull. Like it's perfect. And you start with, you know, each pressure point removes something it's like the geek squad for the brain is the best way I can explain yeah. it. It's like you just pull everything yeah, out of the hard drive in your brain without having to relive it. Um, okay. Where there, we start with the implant band, which is where everything is stored and it's right behind the ears. So I stayed there the longest um, 
and it's for everything that we've been programmed to think. So, you know, what's right, what's wrong, what's free, what's not, what's good, what's bad, all of those things, you know, are we've essentially been taught our emotions are taught, you know, we wouldn't know what anger was unless we were taught it. We wouldn't know what sadness was unless we were taught it. We wouldn't know what right was unless somebody told us this is right or this is wrong since we were kids. I mean, how many times a day do you say no to your kids? Like I I say it a million times. I'm like, no, you can't touch that. You can't do that. You know, you can't go here. So that programs and shapes them into what will they will become when they're older. Sometimes it's for the best, but sometimes it takes a toll, you know, and that, that gets yeah. them in situations where they become people pleasers or they be, you know, and then that ends up Absolutely. causing them trauma and yeah. anxieties and depression, you know, so it helps clear that where, and the, what I like about it is with Reiki, I have to, oh my goodness, um, with, <laughs> With Reiki, I would ask a client, you know, like, why are you here? What are you trying to get out of this? You know, some people don't know what they want out of it. Some are like, I'm just here to relax. And then, you know, things will come up for me. And then I'll kind of play the field about, do I tell them? Do I not? Is something they need to know? Is it not? But the work is still being done. Whereas with bars, I wouldn't need to ask them anything because the bars will pull it all out, you know, for me without anybody having to relive anything. You just put the pressure on the pain yep. and then that yep. is the, that's supposed to relieve everything. That's awesome. That's very interesting. Yeah. Getting that done, even like if I have to drive to Michigan or if you're coming to <laughs> Well, Michigan if you can time. find, well, when I come for sure, but if you can find somebody in your area that is a practitioner or that, yeah, yeah. it's I, I really cool. Heard, like, I feel like you're the maybe. first person I've heard it from. Maybe I haven't done enough research on that's it. That's why. why asked, but yeah, yeah that's first really, really interesting it. to me. But it's an amazing Oh, like, sorry. What was that? Like, who do you think it benefits the most? Like, access bars. Um, I would. I want to say, you know, people with PTSD. It's for everybody, though. It's when you know, especially as women, our our minds are always racing, always yeah. nonstop. I, I I feel like men don't care that much, <laughs> but our minds are always racing, and it's a great tool to get your mind to stop. It's like when I get my bars done, I, f- I can't think. And it feels so weird because I'm like, I want to think. I want to, yeah, like I want to think. Like why am I not, why is my brain not going 700 <laughs> miles an hour? And it's just like quiet in there. And I'm like, hello, <laughs> are we awake up here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's nice to feel that for a while. Like, I mean, that's when you need to try the... Oh yeah, those are awesome too. Great tool, yeah. Mushrooms are always a great tool, though. Yeah, they do help. They're they're a fun trip too. Yeah, they're a great trip too. (laughs) If you allow yourself. Yeah, no, definitely. It's something, and whatever you can do to quiet the mind, because I feel yeah. like there's so much in today's world that is definitely going to get your anxiety going. Yeah. Whatever you, you know, whatever floats your boat, whatever helps you. Yeah, definitely. I think any modality that you use, there's so many modalities out there that for healing or for relaxation, like I just wish that everybody would exercise 
those options. I mean, every it feels like everyone is teaching a class about something. Everybody's got something to offer. And every healer has something to offer in their own way. No healer, no two healers are the same. You know, even the things that I was taught, you, you make your own twist and spin on it. You know, I was taught a certain way, but then I'm like, you know, it's easier for me if I do it like this, but the same outcome, you know, comes yeah. through. It's in the way that you understand it better. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, especially in like this practice too, like with spirituality and stuff, like every psychic, for example, that I've met, they do their own healing or the way they present themselves differently. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's even, nice to see. Yeah. yeah, or even what they're going to say or not say, like, yeah. like everybody has like those boundaries, like different boundaries, like, oh, sorry, I'm not going to go into depth about that, like, yeah. you know, or I'm not comfortable talking about that or yeah. whatever it may be. Even asking questions like in haunted locations, I feel like you're like, all right, well, I'm not going to, you know, some things are like, yeah. Yeah, and also like we, no, no healer knows everything. Does that make sense? We can pick up on something or we can read it. But I always tell people, like, don't take what I say as law, you know, like you right. do what you want with it. You accept it or don't. Because I always say, like, if if I hear something that I don't resonate with, I'm like, no, I absolutely not. Well, I will absolutely not put that into my brain, into my subconscious. I won't identify exactly. with that, exactly. you know, and whether it's something that I'm not. Yeah. yeah whether it's something somebody's not ready to hear yet or some just something that somebody chooses not to resonate with. They're like, you know, maybe that there might be some truth to that, but I choose not to do anything about it or, or not to go the way that you're saying you're, you're telling me I need to go, which is okay too. And things change, you know, like you can go to, like I went to psyche reading years ago, for example, and she was very on point for a couple of things that happened like one after the other very in that short period of time. But she also gave me some advice and things that were going to happen like way out in the future. And I was, and then I was like, well, you know what, maybe that will happen. Maybe not. It depends on what uh, route I take. Right. Because it all like whatever she's seeing in that moment. And she even told me that, you know, like this is what I'm seeing now, but that does not mean it's going to happen because you never know if you choose this path then that whole situation is going to change. Change. And if you choose this path, then that it's going to happen. But if not, then, you know, something else will present itself for you. So it's, I feel like we, you know, that's just, you go there for clarity. You go for to, to readings for some. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. But, not but like, we have oh, choices and happen. we have free will, you yeah. know, so exactly. you have the free will to choose or not choose whatever you want you create your reality at the end of the day um you are the co-creator of it you you know there is divine timing and divine you know interference absolutely there is a higher power but we are the co-creators that go hand in hand with the things that we want to happen in our lives absolutely true that's why i always give the pathway to the divine and i'm like you just you just let me know what to do. Like, I'll just go with it, honestly. At the end yeah, of the yeah, it's all about releasing control. That was one of the hardest yeah. things that I had yeah. to do, was learn yeah. how to just not try to, like, micromanage every step I took That's and everyone good. else around me. Yeah. But once I did, my life changed. I was like, oh, it's this easy to, like, live and just right? be free. Because yeah. <laughs> I was always on perfectionism, too. I was like, yeah. I have to be and if it doesn't go this way then it's a disappointment yeah so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that yeah but that comes again with the programming like in our 
in our culture too you know it, it's yeah. everything has to be perfect there's a certain expectation of especially oh, yeah. women so there's certain expectations of what a woman is what a woman should be like you know and then here we are total opposite you know in yeah. in certain things like so that. yeah and they don't yeah <laughs> no, but it's so refreshing to have these conversations with others because especially in the same culture it's one of yeah because <laughs> like when you say these things to your parents for example they're just like oh okay like whatever you mm-hmm. know but then you actually have people who understand and they want to hear the uh, other end of the story yeah like what's what, what, what? We like we went to the Wilson Castle to do like ghost hunting because that's something that we like. My dad was like, "Don't tell anybody. Like people are gonna think yeah. crazy. Like our family is gonna lose yeah. its value or yeah. whatever." I'm like, "What? Like what the? Yeah. Oh my! I get that speech from my mom all the time. Every time I come up with like, "Oh, I have a client. This, this, this," and she's like don't tell anybody Zara like you know just stay discreet and I'm like why would yeah, I stay discreet I'm like uh that cat's out of the bag we're not staying yeah, discreet exactly. anymore <laughs> absolutely not we're calling back our power yeah I have a question actually as we're talking about this about dark entities okay. um I just quickly i was thinking do you so does it actually is it true that if you don't give them any attention because i remember when you came to my house and i told you about the sleep paralysis i had and then before i told you about that you told me about the spirit that was there and it and you described it exactly the same way that i had seen it in my sleep paralysis so i was like whoa yeah um, so then after that i just stopped giving it any mind like i was like no i'm not being any mind like you were leaving like you were now yeah and yep so the the more I stop paying attention to it, like the I, like now it everything feels like a lot more clear. Like yeah, like no fear like, and no attention. More. Yeah, no fear. It's fear is the biggest more. thing. Yeah, they feed off of fear. It's what you know. And a lot of times they'll present themselves in a way that scares you. Mm-hmm. You know. So to, to I get that fear out of you. Yeah. So I have a client who. Um, they've become kind of like a part of my life, like friends um, because I, okay. So it's a family who um, both of their kids are super gifted. And the boy was in one of the Reiki classes that I was kind of watching. And like, I just attended, I wasn't teaching it or participating. I was just attending because I was so interested in a 12 year old wanted to be Reiki certified. I was like, what? Yeah. So I was like, you know, this is, I want to see what this kid's about. And while he's put his gifts on hold for now, which is the best thing to do for adolescents, especially girls. I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot. A lot of people with gifts, like put that on hold for a while. And then when they're an adult, that's when they start to practice again. So as kids, like my, my kids, I want to leave them as open as possible. I talk them through everything. If they see something, I kind of talk them through it. But I know that there's going to come an age, especially for my girls, like when, you know, the menstrual, menstrual cycles start, that they will have to kind of put everything on hold and get their emotions in check. Yeah. Because that is the most critical time when it comes to being having abilities that are open and using them, and then you know, dark, lower energy things will come. Try to they they want that. It's a vulnerable stage where you can easily be swayed, and that's what was happening with his sister, who is a teenager now. Um, she was attracting demons all the time, and she was not scared of them and 
not scared of them at all. And I remember um, in one of them, my mentor messaged me and she was like, you know, have you seen so-and-so's, you know, photo? And I was like, no. And then I look it up and there it is right in the background. And I immediately sent it to her mom. And I was like, we have like to clear this. We've got to, you know, but every time we would clear it, you know, whether it was myself or Janine, she always called it back when she was having a bad day. It took her stepping into her power and learning how to send it away for it to go away because each time it came back, their connection grew stronger and stronger. But what she wasn't understanding was that it wanted, you know, total possession, obviously, of her. It wasn't there to help her. It wasn't there to be her aid. It wasn't, you know, it was there for its own reasons. But for whatever reason she called it forward, you know, it's like it's a price to pay. You know, I scratch your back, you scratch mine. If you want my help, I've got to take something from you. And she didn't understand that, you know. So, yeah, I forgot the question. No, I was no. That was the question you answered. Yeah, perfectly yeah. fine in the beginning. Oh, okay. Or, you know, you yeah. Don't give in to the fear. Don't. None. No. No. And if you don't want it around you, you just send it away. If you can't send it away, obviously, if it doesn't go away, obviously, you know, reach out to somebody that can help or yeah. that can oh, take I it away. I texted you like randomly. Can you please see me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something. Yeah. <laughs> And oddly enough, like, despite my first, you know, reaction to seeing, you know, darker entities and stuff that I didn't want anything to do with it, I actually enjoy being able to like clear them now or I their energy is gross. It's so like, it's like a nasty feeling, but it's, I like, I like a challenge. I do like but a you challenge. Also help, you know, you're, that, a that is mindset. a huge help, though. That, that's such a big help to give to someone yeah. to be able to clean yeah. it up for them. Because how yeah. do people walk around having these things attached to them and they don't even know? You know oh, my God. I'll be at Kroger. Like, and I'm, like, walking yeah. down the aisle. And I'm, like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Like, I can't, I, I can't walk, walk up away. to this. Yeah, like, I can't walk up to this person and be like, can I clear you? They'll be like, what the hell? <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, can't even grocery shop anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I do. But I always give, I was taught to always give everything free will. So I start, even if it's, you know, a demon, you know, or a lower energy entity, um, or if it's, you know, somebody that's crossed or dead that hasn't crossed over, I always give them free will. I always ask them to leave first before I go in and remove it. So if they leave willingly, that's awesome. Better for me. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to like, you know, battle its energy or anything. But if they, some don't leave, some try to trick you. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Here we go. Great. Yeah. (laughs) Here we go again. Yeah. But I feel like that brings us right into your good question because we were, I mean, oh, oh my gosh, I would love it if you were ever to come to the Conjuring House with us. Like, I feel like you'd be like, oh, oh it would be fun. I'd you. love to. <laughs> crazy. Uh, but so go ahead. We're like you have a question. planning of going to like these dark energy places, haunted locations, because you never know what's there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay, if you were us going to these places, like these energetic fields, locations, yeah. what would you do in preparation in order to kind of protect your aura? Armor up. There's so many metaphysical ways to armor yourself and to protect yourself. 
a way I was taught, which I still use to this day, I think it's the coolest way, or it was the easiest way for me to protect myself was to create a costume, a protective costume. So it could be like a superhero costume, anything. Yeah. Yeah. Where nothing bad can enter and you just got to make sure that it's, you know, solid, that you know that it's solid, that you're pouring, you know, solid energy into. And honestly, go in as open as you can in terms of not being scared of what you'll feel or see. So um, another thing I learned was always observe and don't absorb. Yeah, so like observe what you're seeing, feel the energy, observe the energy, but just, okay, that's great. I'm just seeing it, feeling it, but I don't take any of it. I don't claim any of it. I don't, you know, absorb any of it. It doesn't belong to me. It's not mine. I send it back. That's yeah. Great yeah. It's all about intention. Yeah. It's all about intention. I know I used to feel the same way. Or, you know, sometimes what I would do is like if I were, you know, at a family member's house or around people that I could see stuff but they obviously wouldn't be open to it. I remember one time my sister, my own sister's house after she had her baby, they moved into a, a home where, um, it was newly built. So obviously construction and renovation causes a lot of, you know, things to open up or to, you know, kind of like it causes a mess, an energetic mess. So there was like the house had portals everywhere and there was like entities everywhere. And I remember there was a mother and two kids that hadn't crossed and the boys were easy to cross and they were murdered by their dad, the husband. Um, And so, but the mom did not want to cross because she was holding on to all of that anger. Wow. So it took a while, but I had to bring the mom with me like, I had to, like, let her into my field and kind of, you know, like, tell her, like, okay, it's okay. Like, you can come with me. And she didn't want to come. But I it took a few trips out there to clear her or to cross her, not clear her, but to cross her. But there's times where I will pick up, pick up an attachment. It's what I call them, attachments. I will pick up an attachment from a client and just take it home with me. And I'm like, I'll, oh I'll clear you when I'm at home. <laughs> like, I couldn't do it in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Hotel for attachment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. You're yeah. such amazing work, and you're so powerful. You really do. I, I love thanks. your aura, everything about you. Thank you. And thank you for being the doula. I know. Thank you. We need to do that. And, you know, if you guys obviously have questions, like, I'm always here for it, but... Me too. Me too. I'm, yeah. I'm shipping out your stuff this weekend, so I'm Yay. excited for that. Awesome. Awesome. There'll be a new Reiki Master in Worcester, so... Right here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Of course. Thank you for our podcast. You're amazing. Absolutely. And Thanks, you guys. So awesome. <laughs> oh, I'm Thanks excited to hear it. I hope nobody I thinks we're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you know, let's 
when we follow each other because we're, exactly. we're all crazy together. <laughs> Thank you. Are waiting for you, so I don't want to keep you yeah. any longer. Thanks, you guys. And I will talk we'll to talk you soon. To you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 <laughs>